Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. Once the uh, captive is tied up, let's drag him into the woods. We don't have any time for this interrogation. We have to leave now. Yes, let's go straight to Senate. Be on your best behavior for Lord Fryn. We will keep the prisoner here. The keep seems to be overflowing with wealth in stark contrast to the town around it. Income inequality at its finest, am I right, boys? We enter to see Lord Fryn. So there's this army of orcs who have been preparing to attack. Have you made any preparations for a possible orc attack? Of course we are prepared. If that is all, then be off on your way. We need to go out and conduct some man-on-the-street interviews. How are things here? Things are as good as they've always been, I guess, other than those orcs down south. And what does the leadership here have to say? You're not allowed to carry weapons. No freedom of speech, no right to bear arms. This is absolute tyranny. We need to stage a coup. We need a peasant revolt. <laughs> Stand. <laughs> That's what we're all thinking in our heads. We're, like, staging this massive, you know, peasant revolt and, like, standing up for the little guy. And then it snaps back to reality and we're like, man, that really sucks, guys. Well, we'll see you around. (laughs) (laughs) Have a nice rest of your short lives. I'm sorry about that. (laughs) Really sucks. You guys should move to, like, another kingdom or something. Yeah, why do you live here? Why don't we let them speak for a moment, guys? Yeah, like, what's so great about this city? Did you grow up here? You you need a permit to move elsewhere. What? Uh, Holy okay, we crap. should definitely draw the orcs permit? here and have them burn the city. <laughs> oh yes, gosh. this thing, this city needs to be blazed to the ground. Asla just starts you have laughing to have out loud. To move? Oh my god! I mean, maybe they haven't known anything else, Shaba. Like, maybe they grew up here. Were you born here? All four of you? Five of you? Uh, yes, we grew up here. Oh my goodness. Guys, there's a great big world out there. Yeah, they don't know any better. You realize this is basically exact serfdom in medieval Europe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Like, they're too poor because they're being so oppressed that they can't even afford to move. Yeah, right. Well, okay, so seriously, uh, so we we break off the conversation and we start hashing out that plan that I had. What do you say, guys? And Tokus rubs his hands together. I I don't think we can sacrifice the the lives of... Uh, hundreds of people needlessly. Well, no, just the guards and the corrupt <laughs> pl- uh, politicate. Politicate? Diplomats? The, the, yeah, the, uh, the ruling rulers. class. Yeah. So I've got the perfect idea. Tokus, you're real good at like sketching and drawing things. Here's what we do. We find one of these quote-unquote permits for moving somewhere else, and we make 500 <laughs> copies. Exact replicas. Yeah, exact fake replicas, and then we give everybody a pass to move out. out of town. Yes, <laughs> we hand them out, and then we just take everybody and leave. Dude, and then we bring all those people with us and form an army of our own. <laughs> an army of peasants. A peasant it's army. perfect. They're all like old and poor, <laughs> malnourished and children and uh, grandparents. Wielding and bread loaves as swords. <laughs> as clubs. Yeah. As a, no offense, I think my idea was better. Like, okay, hear me out, hear me out. I'm kind of the ideas guy, but you're you're the contract guy, like smooth talker. You're the, you, you win all the quests for us. And Shaba... Shaba ranges and feeds us. He's like our, our he's like our cook. I keep things going. I keep the lights on. I keep the yeah. wheels moving. Yeah, he makes sure that we're we don't need to go to see therapists. <laughs> right. He's very very empathetic. <laughs> so like we got a good thing going on. Let me handle the plan, Aslo, and then you tell everybody else it was your plan. Hmm. I do like the sound of that. But I still don't understand why a bunch of guards have to die. We draw the orcs to the town. They raise the town. Right? Or maybe we win. I don't know. But if the orcs win, then all the townspeople die, too. They're just going to slaughter everyone, including us. Yeah. Well, orcs are most vulnerable from which direction? Uh, the, the back? Behind, like most people? <laughs> like every other living thing? Exactly. So while they're destroying this city, we enlist another militia or city or army, and we... We sneak up behind them, <laughs> real quiet-like. Take them by surprise. Yeah, while they're raiding and pillaging this city, and they think it's easy prey. So they don't know what's coming, see? Exactly. <laughs> so we need to go find more support. I don't know. That sounds like an awful lot of work for uh, still sacrificing the lives of every <laughs> single person in this town. <laughs> um, all right, how about this? Let's, let's sleep on it, guys. We need to get some rest. I realize it's only like mid-morning at this point. 
but we've been walking all night. We're probably not thinking straight. No, we're definitely not. Well, I'm thinking very straight, asshole. Let's go get some shut-eye. thinking clearer than I've ever thought and before. And then <laughs> we'll wait for them to uh, finish interrogating the orc, and then we'll go find out what they found out, and then we'll go from there. All right. So it's probably like 10 or 11 a.m., you said, Thane, so we'll go out in the alley behind the cracked barrel and uh, crash out there. You don't want a room in the inn? Yeah. Why don't we get an inn? There are no rooms in the inn. He said, yeah. it's just a tavern. Well, this is just a tavern. Is there another place? Someone at the tavern, the tavern keeper, can say, they don't really see many guests around here. Yeah, probably because this place sucks. Yeah, actually, can we leave this place? <laughs> yeah, are we even allowed to leave? Well, you're not citizens. We probably need a permit for that, too. <laughs> just making sure. So they don't get very many guests here for overnight stays. If you want to, he can put you up in, like, a shack out back. I think I know why. When we wake up, we'll be honored citizens like they did the paperwork while yeah, we're probably. sleeping we wake up and we all have id cards yeah they snuck in and like took our fingerprints while we were asleep and put them on the thing and they're like well that's good as a signature you guys are now official uh and the, all our weapons are gone you guys are official citizens of Semit. Well, oh, so that's how they do it <laughs> you can check out any time you like but you can never leave hey yeah i uh i do not like this sam i am let's get out of here let's sleep in the wilderness in the trees rather than stay in this town for one more moment. And then we'll come back and fi figure out if they found anything out from the York. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I know our main quest is to uh, get this information back to the King of Ormog, but, man, this, this really rubs me the wrong way. I want to mm -hmm. make things right here before we move on. So, side quest? Exactly. Oh, yeah. And then we all do a jumping high five. Da, na, na, we do. <laughs> and we freeze frame as well. <laughs> Always. And, but then it unfreezes, and we're like, oh, hey, we're still here. You have a new quest. A new quest has been added to your journal. Uh, okay, we go sleep for the day, midday. Through the day. So, now that your schedule's all thrown off, you wake up at, like, <laughs> 9 o'clock at night. <laughs> Perfect. I feel weird, guys. Tokus, you're used to not sleeping at odd hours of the day. No, this is true. I'm, I'm actually perfectly fine. <laughs> You're like, yes, now I'll actually be awake during the night so you can do your little tink your experiments and your tinkering and make some progress. Yeah, you guys are finally on my time. Now we're all as one, synced up, and ready to start the revolt. <laughs> but before that, let's find out what the guards know. We go to the guard tower or the barracks or wherever the guards hang out in town. You come in late at night. And we demand an answer. <laughs> <laughs> you make your way to the jail. You see the guards outside. Say, oh, you're the ones that brought this orc in, I assume. We are. That's us. Well, I guess I can say what he's said so far. Awesome. They've got a group of orcs and goblins. That are 500, <laughs> thousand... <laughs> Their camp was just the advance group set to build a bridge over the river, and it looks like another group is supposed to arrive sometime in the next few days with four or five thousand. Whoa! Holy crap! Uh, that's that's a real horde of orcs, if that's, I've ever heard of one. That's way more than we thought there would be. What's the population of this town, by the way? Just out of curiosity, no relation to what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> We number here about 1,500. Okay. All right. Well, you guys are screwed. I mean, <laughs> thank you for the information. Uh, 1,500. And how many of those are soldiers? We have 150 soldiers. Okay. All right. Good shape. Man. Give them a yeah. little pat on the shoulder. Yeah, you guys are... All right. Great. Doing, Great work. Doing well. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. Really liking what you're doing here. This looks great. This whole town looks just ready to go. Real excited about this. <laughs> yeah, good luck with the oppression and hope you enjoy the drapes. Just keep that whole thing going. Just you, you guys are all doing awesome. Wonderful interrogation, by the way. Real proud of And I hope the next election goes well. Oh, wait. I already know who's going to win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't forget to vote. I assume we're going to be calling on our allies in Teraldia to come and help us. Oh. Oh. Uh, this, I mean, ideally, this would be done through treaty, right? I mean, we don't want there to be bloodshed. I mean, as much as I love bloodshed. <laughs> yeah, Lord Friend didn't say anything about Teraldia, so I guess they're just going to come and help you all out. That's already, like, 
in the works. Yeah, that's in the works. You don't need to send, you don't need to hire some emissaries to go there and talk to them, right? Do you? I've been assured that preparations are being made. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, we, we do emiss from time to time in our in our spare. In our sparesies. Lord Friend assures all of us that help will be coming when needed. Okay. Hmm. Well, if the words are straight out of Lord Friend's mouth... Yeah, we trust I know them wholeheartedly. Implicitly. I, I wouldn't doubt that for a second. Now, did this orc uh, happen to say anything about the reason for their increased hostilities? <laughs> <laughs> also, does he have a family? Who cares if orcs have families? Okay, mm. I see. Fair enough. I see your point. Okay, <laughs> proceed. Sorry. Your logic is sound. <laughs> As for why they're attacking, he doesn't really seem to know for sure all of the details. But from what we can gather, it looks like some other group has been influencing the orcish leadership. Oh, really? Possibly providing additional weapons or gifts or something, and it seems to be emboldening them. Gifts, you say. Now that is an interesting development. Yeah. Hmm. Who would be giving away gifts? Could it be the elves from the north? Well, I don't know. They're led by a man in a red coat, rides a sled. Oh, <laughs> uh, those elves in the north, I was going to say. Those elves. Well, yeah. he said gifts. They are known for giving their gifts, aren't they? <laughs> I thought you were talking about some mystical force that I'd forgotten no, we had encountered. No, no, no. I, yeah, I, was like, I was trying to think, like, what elves Come with do an obscure know? reference. Are led by a man in a Led by the man in the red coat. No, okay, hang on. So Tokus puts on a serious face and says, I knew it. The cult. They... The orcs, they were so easy to influence with shiny new weapons. What? Ah, they stole all the gems from you guys and gave them to the orcs. Do you really think that could be? I mean, the cult is from the south, right? They're from the far south end mm. of, the mount of the Tetrian mountain range. But that's yes. like the, the far, far south. Yeah, but I mean, they're here. They're as far north as, uh, yeah, as Nafton. Who would gain the most from the orcs in the south invading... Who has the most to gain, Aslo? Think! And Shaba, too, obviously. Uh, the orcs? The cult. Yeah, but the, the orcs will die for this battle. Right. Yeah. Are you sure they have the most to gain? And they've had treaties in the past, have they not? Well, the orcs don't have the most to gain. It's, I mean, obviously, if the cult is behind this, they want to sow chaos and, and bring down these lesser kingdoms. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe, I think we need to talk to this orc ourselves. Ah, but there's a language barrier problem. Um, man, I asked the guard if we can speak with the orc. I suppose we can let you in to see him? Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Guys, we're never going to get any information out of him this way. And you don't want to torture the orc, do you, Aslo? Tokus, I am afraid you, you're reading my mind. That's... I think that's the only way forward from here. Uh, we're going to stoop to torturing? Well, whatever they did to interrogate him was obviously effective. I mean, they got more information out of him than we did. Well, why don't we play dress-up again and you two go in there, pretend that you're fellow prisoners, and just talk to the guy? <laughs> <laughs> we do yeah. have lots of paint left over. Yeah, but our disguises are recognizable from like 50 feet away, so... It's probably not going to work. Yeah. Oh, truth. I forgot about that fact. Also, he'd be like, why are you, Why do you need a book to talk to me? <laughs> yeah. Why is one of you, why is only one of you listening to me and then you're talking mm. to each other? Let's do like a Batman style interrogation where the first thing we do is slam his head on the table. <laughs> okay. Come up from behind, turn on the lights. I, I'm down. I like it. I'm trying to think if there's a way that we can use magic. I'm going to make this pencil disappear. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that would be not the right kind of interrogation for what we're yeah. trying to do here. That's pretty graphic, Shava. What are you suggesting? That wouldn't be very effective. <laughs> All right. Tok Tokus dusts off his tweezers, and you can see that there's, like, fingernails from the last person he tortured. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. Oh, right. man. This Woo. just got real. Hey, you know, before I joined the AAA team, you guys never really asked what I used to do, you know, before I became <laughs> Ezric's manslave. Did you? Man. No, you've told us. Yeah, I have this long... Well, no, okay. 
I'm not going to make up some story of... <laughs> Togus has never tortured anyone. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Good. Yeah. Either way, I'll go grab the bamboo shoots, and we'll uh, we'll get started. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. We'll go get the waterboarding equipment. Yeah. Savage. Um, all right. So, let's have a nice little chat with this fellow. Wait a minute. Isn't torture for orcs, like, nice things? <laughs> yeah. And, like, happy things? Oh, yeah. Why don't we just play him a song? That would be torture. You have the little nail things, because we're going to paint his fingernails. Mm, and give it. him a, a pedicure. And a manicure and a little rub down and then say some nice things about him. Maybe give him flowers, make him feel special, and then he'll, he'll, uh, he'll open up like a, like a delicate flower. Something like that. I wish there was a way to do this another way, but I think this is our, our best option. I mean, my, my thinking is we're so close to getting all the information we need. We finally have the, the number of their army. We just need to know why they're attacking. Well, Gimdrick did say that they wanted control of the road. And we, from there, we sort of uh, guessed that the reason for that is so that they can rob people who are trying to trade across the Strawn Highway. So for them, the benefit is they get to attack humans, which they love to do, and get free stuff. And we know that the Strawn Highway comes, uh, we said, south of Ormog, down... Like all the way down to Waspel, is that right? It's it's a main trade route by which uh, several of the kingdoms trade with each other. It, it goes okay. all the way around the perimeter of the Tempest-Torn Bay south of Nanept. Mm. Wait a minute. Why don't we play out the cultist angle? What do you mean? Like, we don't dress up as orcs, because you'll see through that. We dress up as cultists, interrogate him that way, and tell him that he's done such a good job. Do we all have our cultist robes on? I mean, in our packs? Because if, if we think that's true, maybe he'll open up to us if he thinks we're in the cult. Like, Do we all have know? cultist robes? Uh, I am looking on my equipment sheet, and I do not. Yeah, me either. No, I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, <laughs> so that's a good idea. Because you haven't actually killed any cultists, have you? Correct. Yeah, right. Those stupid cultists, man. They make me mad. They've been our arch nemeses for the better part of a year now, and we still haven't killed even one of them. Yeah, we'll, we'll get him. Don't worry, Shaba. <laughs> we'll get him. But for now, so I think we do have all the information we need then. We don't have to interrogate this guy. Uh, correct, but we could interrogate him for fun if we wanted to. <laughs> That's true. But, but for the time being, so we have... So we're sure those are the motives, or is that just us piecing it together? That's that's us piecing it together from what he said. I think we should interrogate before we go to the king of Ormog with... I mean, if our information isn't sound, like, it's not that we just don't get paid for the job. Like, yeah. it's treason, right? That's true. Yeah, we want to make sure we're delivering the goods, like the actual goods, instead of just what we think they are. So yeah. that's, yeah, let's go talk to him. All right, let's do it. Like, is that, that information isn't necessarily going to allow, you know, the kingdom to, to make a treaty. Like, that, right. that, that would be reasons for going to war instead. Let's try to find a reason that we could have peace. Yeah. Let's head down to his cell. So the guard leads you to the cell, and you see the orc is chained up against the wall, and it looks like he's been beaten up pretty badly. Mm. Bruises and swelling all over the place. One of his tusks is chipped. Uh, hey, hey, Gimdrick. Hey, how's it going, bud? How you doing? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Let's play good cop, bad cop. That's what I was thinking, yeah. too. We're, we get to be the good cops because they've already bad copped him. <laughs> right. All three of us can be good cops. That's a good plan. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. That's that's not how it works. We have to <laughs> alternate back and forth, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who wants to... I'll be the good cop. Who wants to be the bad cop? And then who wants to be the other good and or bad cop? Tokus, you be the bad cop. Don't you need a wild card? Yeah, we took, yeah, yeah, like you need a wild card. You're not sure if he's good or bad. <laughs> yeah, you be the guy who's like nice one second and then flies off the handle the next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, perfect. So, okay. <clears throat> hey, hey, Gimdrick. Hey, bud. It's it's us. Um, we're the guy, you know, the guys who captured you and brought you here to be tortured. <laughs> um, look, man, I'm, I'm real sorry about all this. Super, super sorry. Yeah, we didn't know what they were going to do to him, Shabba. We, yeah, we, we, didn't, we had no idea they were going to... We just left you here because we thought they were going to take real good care of you while we were talking to Lord <laughs> Friend, and they... They were like not really upfront with us about this whole this whole interrogation thing, honestly. And I know that I know that this was really like an unpleasant experience. But trust me when I say that we are doing everything in our extremely limited power to get you out of here <laughs> and get you home safely to your family. 
So you're saying all of this, looking things up in the book, and it's taking like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like half an hour later. No, we, we here's what we do. Since he's tied up, we put the earring of hearing on him, and then we just talk to him ah. uh, in our language, so that he can just that's understand. Very clever, Shava. I'm impressed. That works. Oh, <laughs> that's, nice. that's actually really cool. Idea. That's brilliant. Um, so look, like I said, man, I I'm very remorseful that this happened to you but we we're just going to need just a little more information from you well wait we're going to have to pass the earring back and forth once he starts talking yeah we'll have to move the you earring need to swap the earring but at least while we say our piece you know while we do the whole good cup bad cup thing we'll have him listening so we're just going to like we we know the size of your army it's no big deal you know you could have easily told us that before and None of this would have happened to you, but just saying. So, like, we know you guys, you know, four or five thousand, whatever, you know, not a big deal. <laughs> um, we know that you guys really love this kingdom and the beautiful landscapes here, and you want to make this a part of your home, and that's why you're attacking. I mean, or maybe maybe not. Maybe there's another reason. If so, just, just let us know. All right, that's enough of this. I push Shab out of the way, <laughs> and I... I, I like, make a, a big scene out of it like a soccer player. I go, oh, and I fall over. <laughs> <clears throat> and I reach through the bars, and I grab the orc by his collar, and I pull him up against the bars as hard as I can, <laughs> and I say, you listen to me, you little green-skinned whelp. You're going to tell us everything you know, and you're going to tell it to us now before I hurt somebody. <laughs> You can see Aslo's eyes glazing over again with the thrill of just chaos. Oh my gosh. Aslo, I've never seen you like this. I'm seeing a whole new side of you. You're scaring me, Aslo. I didn't know you could talk like that, Aslo. I love the picture of this big, burly guy speaking all gentle, and then this little tiny person. (laughs) (laughs) What do you have to say for yourself? And then I grab the earring off of him and put it on myself. (laughs) I've already told you everything. I slap him. (laughs) Tell me the reason why your army's invading this place. Our tribe has been cooped up too long in one place. We need land. We yearn to fight. But I am no leader. I'm not privy to their decisions. So, if I could, for one moment, uh, I, I put take the, the earring, earring back on it. <laughs> yeah, take the earring off as well, put it back on. What were you promised, right? Because you are you work for uh, Mal- Malgratov, the, or- the leader. So you guys are all in this army, right? You want to spread out. What did he use as his rallying cry? Like, how did he get everybody... How did he convince all these thousands of orcs and goblins and whatever to join to his cause? What did he promise you? What was his payment to you? Like, what did he tell you you were going to get by doing this? A promised glorious battle, as well as lands as far as we can see over which to spread our influence and heaps of golden treasure from you pink skins. Oh. Alright, hmm. I take the earring back, put it on Aslo. Alright guys, job's done. See you later, Gimdrick. We have our uh, we have our answer, guys. Their reasons are orcish reasons. <laughs> they want to invade because they're orcs. And that's what orcs do. They're simply so. following their instinctual desires. The reasons for their increased hostilities is that they are increasingly hostile beings. <laughs> hmm. uh, Tokus, you didn't get a chance to be the um, the in-between cop. Do you want to do that now? Tokus has his hand on his chin. I'm still not convinced. Is there a guard nearby? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to ask the guard to, to let me into the cell. Just a moment with him. Please. I suppose... Just don't kill him. We are still grilling him for more information. So he unlocks the door and lets you inside, locks it behind you. And then I turn to my friends now that I'm inside the cell with York, and I say, Shaba, Aslo, I need to do this one on my own for a moment, please. All right, I turn around and plug my ears. No, I mean, I, I need you to leave the room. I, I don't want you to see this side of me. Wait, what? Just trust me. And I take off my gauntlets. <laughs> oh boy, okay. Man. I actually don't think I want to see this. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I leave the room. I'll uh yeah, I'll I'll walk away. Who has the earring? Oh yeah, I give it to him before I leave. Through the through the bars? Yeah. Okay. And I gently put the earring on the orc. The Damage Guild Podcast. Just add holy water. Howdy, folks. This is Jay Stout, uh, one of the people who says words on this show. 
And this week's episode is a bit on the lengthy side, so I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Please go check out our new Patreon. We just launched it a couple of weeks ago. We'd love to know what you think of the reward tiers there. And hopefully if this show has provided any value to you, uh, if it's given you some good times, if you like what we're doing and you want to see us keep doing more of it, uh, that's a great way to support us and help us out in that endeavor. We would really appreciate your thoughts on what we've got happening there. All of our stuff, as usual, we've got our Twitter contest where you can submit a name to be used on the show. We've got our live streams on Twitch, twitch.tv slash damageguild, that you can go and follow us and be notified next time we go live. We're doing our Champions of the Multiverse campaign there. And last but not least, if you want to talk to us, you can email us, guild at damageguild.com. You can use the contact form on our website, or you can actually talk to us on our Discord server. Go to thedamageguild.com, click the Discord link at the top, and come in and enjoy some discussion with us and with other fans of the show. So that would be awesome. We'd love to see you there. Thank you for listening, and let's jump right back into this show. Enjoy the second half of this episode, and we'll see you on Monday in just two short weeks. You are listening to the Damage Guild Podcast. And I put my fingers together, kind of like steeple them. And I sinisterly say, yes, they've left. Now we can speak in private. And I give him a nice curled evil grin. I'm here to see what you've told them to make sure that you haven't confessed that we gave you those gifts. If you say you're the one who gave us all of this, then what are you doing fighting us, killing us, setting our bridge on fire? We were so close to finally setting off. Put the earring back on him. I'm undercover, and I had to do those things. I had to test your war chief. You see, he told me that he would fight the pinkskins, but I had to see for myself if they really were ready for war. And I steeple my fingers again and take the earring back. Let's make a deception check to see how convincing you are being here. Oh, okay, oh. truth. Uh, I should have asked for some inspiration. Uh, okay. Ooh, 18 minus 2. <laughs> I suppose I was just some sacrifice for your test. Uh, earring swap? Yes, so it might appear. But you've proven yourself rather useful. Why would I risk blowing my cover just to come here to see you? You see, your war chief... He's only so good to me now. I may have need of a more loyal war chief. You see, I don't know if he will continue to follow our orders for long. All right, earring swap. And you want me to be this new war chief? Uh, swap. Of course. <laughs> a intelligent orc. One that can see into the future and see the possibilities. Do you think that I just want this one country of pink skins for the orc glory hmm? and earring swap if that's true then get me out of this cell now earring swap i can't do it yet we have to wait for the horde to overtake this place but when they do and they free you it will add to your story and then i can raise you on high and say that you were strong despite being beaten and interrogated by the pink skins and you told them nothing how does that sound? Will you wait for us to free you? All right, uh, swap. If I'm still alive when they get here, they'll just kill me for being so weak to have been taken prisoner. Uh, earring swap. I'll inform them that our new captain, I'm sure you'd enjoy that, right? Our new captain is waiting to be rescued during the pillaging. Anyway, I must take leave. I do see a promising future for you. All right, swap. We shall see if your words hold true. All right, earring swap. Oh, yes, you will see. And I put my gauntlets back on, and uh, I, I guess I have to call for the guard. Was he in the room with this? He's outside the cell, yeah. Uh, but he couldn't understand you, because... Uh, or no, maybe he, he probably could have understood if you were speaking loudly enough, but I hmm. assume you're speaking quietly so that he doesn't catch too much of what you're saying. Yeah. All right, well, uh, I take my leave. Or, well, I call for the guard to let me out of the cell. 
and I give the orc a nice nod, like in, in another evil grin. But then I like switch back to my normal Toka's face. Moonguard lets you out. What do you keep on doing with that earring, by the way? Just curious. Uh, it, uh, it's a spiritual thing. <laughs> uh, I worship the Ramlord, you know? Have you, have you met the Ramlord? Uh, no. It doesn't sound like my kind of deity. My friend Shaba will tell you all about him. Here, I'll go get him for you. <laughs> <laughs> have you accepted the Ramlord into your heart today, brother? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Are you done with the prisoner then? Yeah, I think I figured out all that I needed to figure out. We appreciate you bringing him to us in the first place. Hopefully his information proves useful, and hopefully you get what you wanted to. Oh, I think that I shall. But no, yeah, thanks for thanks for roughing him up a bit for, for me. It made it easier to extract the information. All right. Have a good evening. Okay, out of character... That was awesome. That was so cool. (laughs) That was sweet. Brilliant. Yeah? Yeah, quick thinking. If you were in the room, then he wouldn't have believed me that I was a spy. Yeah. That I'm not a spy, but I was pretending to. Because we would have been, like, over in the corner, like, snickering to each other. A little teehee. Yeah, plus I can't let Stripey know that I'm that smart. (laughs) Yeah, you like told us to leave in a way that sounded convincing to him. Then when we left, you can you pretended to be the dude. That was brilliant. But we're totally going to let him rot in that cell. Right. Of course, we'll never know that that's what you actually did. I mean, Sh- Shaba and Asla will never know. But we will. And we'll appreciate it. Yeah, so uh, I guess just to save time, I kind of distill what I learned to, to the others. Excellent. Well, I think we have some pretty solid information to bring back to the king. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah, I'd say at this point, definitely. Yeah, pink skins, lands to pillage, cults, mm-hmm. insinuating, giving them gifts. Seems good to me. Story checks out. All right. Uh, let's, let's head back then. The only question is, do we want to set free these peasants from their tyrannical overlords? Yes. Tokus, how long will it take you to make approximately 1,350 forgeries of a pass to leave town? Uh, first, let me invent a printing press. <laughs> mm. uh, okay, how, what's the expected level of effort for that? Shaba, we're not, that's not how we'll set them free. Like, the orcs will do that for us. I hope so. I sure hope so, because... These people really have it bad. And they'll free their new captain that thinks he's a captain. Little does he know he's going to get murdered real hard. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, I still don't think they're just going to set these people free. I'm pretty sure they're going to murder them, too. (laughs) Yeah, they're going to slaughter this entire town. Well, no, we use that as a distraction to break them out kind of underground railroad style. Oh, yeah, we can just build an elaborate network of underground tunnels. Perfect. I like that plan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if Teraldia actually does come to their aid and they arrive in time, then they probably have a chance. If Teraldia brings in, like, a big army, they can probably hmm. do okay for themselves. I mean, we we have to hope, right? Because once they take Semit, then it's on to cities in Ormog, and that's no good. Yeah, Jebel, and, and then I think Jebel is the only one that stands between them and Nanept, actually. It is. Well, I guess the good news is we've uh, debilitated their bridge and hopefully set them back for a while longer, even if it's just a few days. But I guess if that's the case, perhaps we get back to Nanept, tell King Ormog the news that we found, and then hopefully they can send aid to help these towns before the orcs arrive. I say we do that post-haste. Mm, very well. As we leave, we uh, wave to all the to all the citizens and say, "Well, I guess you're going to have to live in uh, practical slavery for a little bit, uh, a little bit longer." Crappily ever after, as they say. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure no one's ever said that before, but um, <laughs> but yes, what he said. So it is late at night. Are you setting out? We are. We're now nocturnal. <laughs> we've we've flipped. We've made the switch, and we are we're nocturnal beings now. So it takes you about two days to make it back to the road on the way up to Jabal, and then it'll be another day or so past that to get into the town. As you're walking on the third day, or I suppose if you're still traveling at night, the third night, it's getting close to morning, you're still a few hours outside of town, and you see up ahead on the road a small campfire off to the side, and what looks to be a human soldier dressed in full plate with a traveling cloak over the top sitting on a small boulder by the side of the road with his helmet next to him, and he looks like he's whittling something. Hmm. Is he dressed in colors of any kingdom that we recognize? 
Give me a history checks. Ooh, I am good at history all checks. All right, Tokus, make it good. Well, let's all do it. Well, yeah, I'm saying you're, you have the most chance to... I rolled kind of poorly, actually. Well, I got a 13. I, I rolled a 6, so that's only a 12. History, not good. 4. All right, so none of you recognize any of his symbols or colors or anything? You're pretty sure it's not from around here, at least. Okay. We walk up to him. It looks like he notices you as you're approaching, and he kind of puts down his whatever he's been whittling and calls out to you. We'll give him a wave. Hail, travelers. What brings you up this way? You don't have the look of merchants. No, we're uh, simple travelers, as you said. Uh, Hail and well met to you, sir. Uh, You don't look like you're from around here. What gave that away? Perhaps my tone of speaking? Aslo, you can recognize his accent. Sounds like one from the people over in Merengar. Ooh, really? So he has at least some kind of Merengian accent. Similar to yours, but a little bit different. Oh, wow. Okay. He speaks the merengue, as they call it. Yeah. Uh, So as we sort of approach him and I recognize that accent, I'll try to casually pull my hood up over my head and perhaps (laughs) act like I'm a little bit cold. Put my arms around myself, too. He's kind of eyeing each of you in turn, his eyes particularly lingering on your weapons. Oh, hmm. Oh, don't don't worry about us. We don't uh, bring trouble. We're not looking for trouble. Uh, pray tell, what are you doing here out on the road by yourself? I just so happened to be looking for someone. He was traveling along this road in a group of three, passed by here just a few days ago. One was a big, strong, giant-looking fellow with furs on the bow. <laughs> Two were small folk, <laughs> gnome in armor, and... One I'm looking for, a halfling with quite a collection of musical instruments. You wouldn't happen to know anything about them, would you? <laughs> I look back and forth, and like, I have not seen anybody like that at all. Have you guys? No. We've, no. Yeah. We've, uh, we've been traveling up and down this road for a few days now, and we haven't seen anybody like that. Yeah, we know this road like the backs of our backs, and we have not seen a single soul like <laughs> any, anything like what you describe. He stands up as you're talking, picks up his helmet and puts down his carving knife, then gives a big flashy bow and says, The name is Gulden. Gulden. And he turns over to Aslo and says, Seems there is quite the bounty on your head, little man. What? Aslodius the Great, wanted for murder and a subsequent breakout. Wait, what? Who? Me? You're not talking to me, surely. (laughs) Aslodius, that does not sound familiar to me. That sounds like a stage name, if anything. He turns over to Shava and Tokus. He says, now, I'm going to give you two the benefit of the doubt and trust you are unaware of his murderous tendencies. I have no quibbles with you, so if you let me simply apprehend the criminal, I'll be on my way. Now, let's just wait a second here. <laughs> let's <laughs> hold on. Criminal's a strong word. Now, let's not accuse anybody here of being a lawbreaker until we know the facts. Now, first of all, you say this person's name was Aslodius? That is what I've been told. Now, I personally don't know anyone by that name. My eyes beg to differ. Clearly, you match the description. Well, there are a lot of halflings around, and it is a big city, Nanept. Uh, so maybe you're just uh, mistaken here. Maybe your eyes are deceiving you. I was given very clear information that Aslodius was moving in this direction and would be returning shortly. Uh, by, by whom, if we may ask? Oh, I have my sources in the capital. Ah, uh, in the net, huh? Well, we should have guessed we were being watched. Uh, well, mister, I'm, I'm very sorry to disappoint you, but we cannot be apprehended at this moment. Because we're on a very important uh, journey. Quest. Yes, quest. We're, like, really in a hurry to get back, and uh, we can't stop and uh, chat with you. But thank you very much for your interest, and uh, we will be sure to return your call <laughs> as soon as po- as we can possibly get around to it. In the meantime, please well, check our no, website. No, hold www.tripleateam.com. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your evening. Yeah, now if you'll kindly allow us to go on our way. I already said, the other two may go, as long as you stay with me. Oh, well, we're, we're kind of a package uh, deal here. The four of us are 
all together. So it's one it's one for all and all for the rest of us. So we're, yeah, we're kind of like a three-headed uh, person thing. With three bodies. With a badger. <laughs> and a badger tail. in there somewhere, too. That part gets a little complicated. We're not sure how that works, but... I assure you, I do not wish to fight. But if you do not accept my request, then I'm afraid I have no choice. Well, judging by your accent, I, I'm i sure you're a very, very good fighter. In fact, you strike me as someone who's exceptionally good at fighting. Oh, indeed I am. But we don't want to fight either, so... I, I think the situation here is maybe a little uh, misconstrued, but I but our our path forward is obvious, right? You don't want to fight, we don't want to fight, so hey, let's not fight, right? <laughs> let's uh, let's just each go on our way, and we'll and we'll be we'll be good. I don't want to fight, but I do want to see justice done, and a little payment on the side never hurt. Okay, so it's more about the justice than the payment. Oh, that's unfortunate, because I was thinking if it was the other way around, then maybe we could work something out. Well, you know, uh, maybe we could work something out in that department. You know, I've got uh, a shiny nine silver pieces that uh, <laughs> have your name on it, it looks like to me. So maybe I just pass these over to you and we just forget this ever happened? Your head is far more expensive than that. Oh, well, thank you. It's uh, the best compliment I've gotten all week. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, Hazel, I didn't know you had an expensive head. Yeah, me either. Well, if no agreement can be reached, then I'm afraid it is time. He draws his sword. Okay, I pick up Aslan Tokus and run. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then roll for initiative. Oh, boy. Oh, not well. again. We roll for initiative, like, all the time. <laughs> oh, goodness. I don't He seems like such a cool guy, other than having hunting Aslo down. I don't want to, like, fight him. Oh, actually, his name also was from one of our viewers. Oh, oh really? Nice. Oh, hey, Goldan. Goldan, from Katie on Twitter. All right. Awesome. Hey, Thanks, Katie. Katie on Twitter. I'm glad there's no other Katie's on Twitter. Otherwise, people <laughs> might confuse you with other Katie's <laughs> yeah. on Twitter. But that, that is great. That is awesome. Thank you for the submission. And this guy is super cool too. So yeah, good job on that part. Well, yeah. that was me. <laughs> yeah, thanks for make, <laughs> oh, yeah, thanks okay. for thanks for letting Thane make such a cool NPC with such a cool name. We really <laughs> appreciate that. No, thanks for your contribution. That's awesome. So everyone's initiatives. All right. Roll for initiative. Oh yeah, classic Tokus roll right there. As per usual, I'll be last. So yeah, I'll be on a 16. Aslo will be on an 8. 6. You thought you were last, didn't you, Brian? <laughs> when Stripey? Stripey? Oh, what is his thing? Creatures. He is a creature, isn't he? I believe he is. Uh, <laughs> Dex, uh, so his initiative bonus is plus 0. Uh, he's going on a 15. What? Yeah. Just a natural 15. I call cheats. <laughs> Cheaty face. What if we just, like, were cheating this entire podcast? <laughs> <laughs> they do that on the Adventure Zone, actually. What? They fudge their roles. Yeah, sometimes. That's lame. I mean, at least they admit it. Yeah. I mean, I'm always fine with DMs fudging roles. I think they can if they have to for some reason, but not for players. We're second-class citizens in your little world where you control <laughs> everything. I very rarely do it. But yeah. on some certain occasions, it helps the story, I think. You just like to keep us contained in your little box of thought, <laughs> don't you think? <laughs> See, I've, I've figured it out, actually. The other day I was thinking about it. I think Thane is the last boss. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to put himself in the story, in the world. Yes. Put myself in as like a level one nothing. <laughs> yeah. Or we have to, a level one programmer. We have to like take a find a portal that'll take us to the real world yep so he so he can kill the real thing and, get, and then go back and save <laughs> our our actual world but our real selves try to stop our characters but if you kill the real me then doesn't that just end the game right there yeah the entire world uh explodes but that's what we didn't know it's like a double a double <laughs> like double twist yeah du it's a double twister rooney sidewinder 3000 catch 22 double entendre uh double indemnity <laughs> situation double jeopardy in the vortex of the of the cosmos so we don't double negative so we're we think we're saving the world but we're actually destroying it <laughs> and it's up to you thane to move the story in a direction that makes us think that you know i seem to remember a campaign recently 
where we thought we were doing the right thing the whole time, and it turned out everything we did was was uh, actually just harming people. Yeah, you know, that's how I roll. So you're one to talk. <laughs> no, the, I, I, I think that's a great ca- uh, way to run a campaign. I think you should. Tr- your goal as a DM should be to make the players say, oh no, what have I done, as many times as possible throughout the campaign. <laughs> I think that gets old after not too long. Every once in a while, you can make them regret their decisions or turn things back on their heads, but usually you don't want to do that. No, I think it's it's uh, dr- dramatic irony is like one of the, the, the most powerful storytelling uh, elements that you can use. But not when it happens every yeah, single Every time. single episode, Jay? <laughs> no, that, that, wasn't the, that wasn't how my campaign was, but there were a few big surprises in there for sure. Mm-hmm. For me, it's character development. For example... Tokus is still not as brave as he wants to be. I don't think any of us are as brave as we want to be, hence the fact that we are now running away uh, from our, our, our enemy. And speaking of which... So Shaba, you grab Tokus and Aslo and start to run, and you've barely taken two steps when out from the grass in front of you, you see a small halfling jump out and what? try to stab you. <laughs> oh no, they're everywhere! <laughs> did, did I not get a, a perception check or uh, to... So the, the grass is real tall here as well in these fields? I guess nobody's coming through yeah. with a lawnmower or anything, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can try to make perception, but I don't think you're going to make it. Uh, okay. I mean, my passive perception is a 14, so... Yeah. So this little halfling jumps out and he goes for your legs. Let's see. That's all he can reach. He gets a kind of surprise attack on you You're completely not expecting it But he stabs And you just barely step past his sword As he takes his attack So his sword passes between your legs And you try to keep on running, I guess Unless you... Um, Now tell me, what would I have to roll To drop Aslo and Tokus on this assailant? (laughs) Hey, wait a second (laughs) Uh... Yeah. I would call it an attack roll. An attack roll just to drop them, huh? Well, it's essentially like a thrown weapon Okay. at that point. So I don't have to make a roll to, like, drop a weapon that I'm holding, right? I can just drop it. Can I just drop them and make sure that they land on top of it? It's purposeful dropping, that's the thing. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you could just release them and they'd fall on the ground, but if you want to drop them on the guy without him, you know, dodging out of the way, then you'd have to make an attack roll. Okay. Now, now next question, would it be a ranged attack roll or a melee attack roll? <laughs> Depends if you grab me by the legs and swing me like a, like a flail. <laughs> I mean, technically I'm dual wielding, right? Because I've got... Dude, are you, are you going to communicate this to us? Well, dude, it's the spur of the moment, right? It's a split second. I wasn't expecting this. The guy jumps out of the grass, tries to stab me. I don't know what to do. I don't know where I'm, where I am, and right now, my first instinct, I'm not going to be like, "Hey guys, do you mind if I throw you?" I'm going to be like, <laughs> "Oh no, these are the weapons that I have in my hands. I must use them." Yeah, I think the action of throwing itself will communicate plenty. So when I reel back to get you in the position, you'll probably understand that it's coming. I'll call it a ranged attack because you're dropping them. Okay, now what kind of damage are we talking here? <laughs> I imagine Tokus would deal more damage. I have a harder head. Hmm. So true. And I'm wearing armor. I don't see this dealing any real damage, honestly. <laughs> if someone falls on you from two or three feet up, it would knock you down, but it wouldn't really hurt that much. So I can knock him down? Well, real quick, I am 40 pounds, naturally, with another 55 pounds of chainmail, give or take <laughs> yeah. equipment, shield. I mean... <laughs> I, I, I'm a small boulder. Let's just say on a hit, it'll be knocking him prone. Okay. That's worth it to me, I think. Or yeah, like maybe instead of a, an attack roll, it's a, it's a, a, shove. a saving yeah. throw, a dex save or something. I mean, that makes sense. Either way. Yeah, we could do that too. Um, I'm going to... Okay, so Tokus, you're probably heavier than Aslo, right? Definitely. Okay. I mean, no offense. <laughs> I, I wear more gear than he does. I'll say that much. Well, we've done the gnome throwing thing before, right? Yeah, the gnomish cannonball of justice. Yeah, I remember in Letwick, <laughs> I uh, tossed you, and then I think I tossed you again on the rooftops in Pilshire. I've tossed you before, so it's nothing new. Yeah, you've tossed me through windows. So this is an established tactic, so I think... 
<laughs> Given your, your increased weight over Aslo, I think you're probably the one that gets thrown here. No offense, I'm just saying you're, you're, you're more accustomed to it, right? I mean, do you set Aslo down gently to not break his precious instruments? I mean, I know what's happening <laughs> to me, but what's happening to Aslo? You're getting thrown in a weapon-like fashion. And Aslo is being set <laughs> down. I just imagine like Shaba like doing that though, because you're that kind of caring person. <laughs> you're, you're giving like a nice baseball arm to me, but you're just like gently placing. Right. Like you give him like a, a pat on the head, but you're not looking at him. Like you're you're focused on. Yeah, I'm focused on on the bowling throw, the gnomish rocket, rocket man. I brace myself. Okay, so what's it going to be? An attack roll or him making a save? Saving throw is probably more accurate to the rolls here. Okay. Since there's no damage being done. All right, so I will set uh, Aslo down and throw Tokus at the halfling who is standing right underneath me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to shove him downward with force on top of said halfling. All right, and I'll make it DC based on your dex, so let's see if he passes. This guy has an open dagger at the moment. I, I don't know if I like this idea anymore. <laughs> I just thought about the logistics. Because he's, he's going to raise that above him when he sees what's happening. Do I have time to pull, my, pull up my shield? <laughs> you probably don't know what's going on yet, especially since your initiative was so low. So you try to throw him at the guy, but he just barely dodges to the side and avoids getting smashed by the falling suit of armor. Okay. <laughs> what happens to me? You plop on the ground and you are now prone. Shava! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> what was that for? Sorry. It's all part of the plan. I just need to get you guys in fighting position as quickly as possible. Technically, you're now behind him, right? So, you know, you can just sort of stand up. In a heap. Well, you're both (laughs) next to him. Right. So I'm next to him on the one side, and Tokus is next to him on the other. Well, I need to pick myself up again. (laughs) True. But that's okay. You're you're right where you need to be. Um, So can I draw a weapon since I dropped Aslo? Can I just draw uh, my short sword? Yeah. Okay. And then I'll end my turn. Okay. Stripey? Uh, Stripey's going to go around and bite the old ankles. Of the halfling? Of of me. No, yeah, of the halfling. <laughs> uh, that is an 11. That does not hit. All right, didn't think so. So just to, just to make sure what's going on here, we're running away from that other guy, and we ran into this halfling? This guy was hiding in the grass, waiting for us. Yeah, uh, quick question, actually. Is Tokus actually in that spot that would be behind him? Because if not, then Stripey will circle around, so he's flanking. It's more like you and then Tokus directly in front of you and the halfling off to your right, like those three spaces in a kind of L shape. Okay, so then Stripey will uh, circle around so you can get the advantage. Uh, okay, rolled worse that time. So, still miss. So, Aslo, you were gently placed on the ground. You're probably on the opposite side from where the halfling is. Well, I certainly don't enjoy the fact that they're trying to imprison me. So, yeah, I'm going to draw out one short sword and take a swing at him. And Tokus does not count as a flankable ally, right, since he's prone? Like, Azo can't flank with Tokus because Tokus is prone, correct? Yeah, I don't think he really counts in his current situation. Yeah, probably not until he stands up. He doesn't have a weapon out or anything. He's not threatening. Clearly, I've been clumped. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're clumped hard. Clumped on the ground. All right, that would be an 18 for to hit for my attack roll and 8 damage with my sword. Sweet. Okay. That's a good roll. And then I will turn to Tokus, reach out my hand as if to pick him up, and say, come on, Tokus, you can do it. Pull yourself together, man. And I'll give him a bardic inspiration. Backing up just a moment, as you attack him, you hit, but he dodges to the side and manages to mitigate most of your damage. He's got mad skills, guys. Watch out. Oh, no. Not mad skills. (laughs) Anything but that. He's got mad halfling skills. So he's kind of weaving and dodging among all of you now. And Tokus. Well, first of all, that was rude, Shaba. I'll make that comment. I know, right? Usually you give me consent <laughs> when we're going to do the, the gnomish cannonball. Yeah, there was no time. Just like there's still no time for you to be upset about it now. You can be upset after we have finished this fight and are still alive. All right, all right. Well, I'll start to pick myself up because of Aslo's kind words. And as I do, the medallion around my neck, I turn it 
as Lucido. <laughs> as part of a move action. All right, I like it. As part of my move. Yep. Free object interaction. And uh, and I give you the stink eye shot. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Get mad. Get angry. That's what we need. We're fighting. All right. And uh, I'll turn to our assailant or attempted assailant. And I'm going to do something a little bit different. Oh, boy. I <laughs> would like to go for a shove. So it's basically just a skill off, right? Uh, yes, so that's athletics versus his athletics or acrobatics. He seems like a pretty athletic halfling. I mean, he's dodging us. I wouldn't bet on your chances of success here. But I've been inspired, Shaba. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I don't love you, Tokus. And Tokus doesn't listen to reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know you mean well, Shaba, but it's Aslo's side up, and Aslo said I can do anything that I can... I okay. can be anything that I want to be. <laughs> I didn't mean it! <laughs> no, you can't. Don't listen to me. All right, so let's do this. Well, that's a really bad roll. That was a two on my d20. Don't use the bardic. Don't waste it. So that would be a four without bardic. (laughs) Okay, so you spend too much of your effort and thought trying to turn the medallion around and get your shield position and everything. So when you take your swing, he just dodges one small step to the side and you completely whiff. Well, Tokus turns and with his accent surge... Rolls slightly better. That's a seven. <laughs> and then considers using the bardic? Uh, Wait, to you rolled a seven to do what? I'm shoving him again. With a perfect on the bardic. So that's a 13 altogether? That would be 12, because it's... Oh, no, yes. Seven plus six is 13. I can math. Unfortunately, my total was a 14. <laughs> oh, man. Well, shucks. Okay, Tokus is really frustrated at this point. I would be too if and I were And Sean is frustrated family. too. <laughs> As I was about to go to jail, Tokus, start rolling better. Pull yourself together, man. Golden quickly finishes putting on his helmet, draws his weapon, and starts moving forwards. As he's running, he gives a shout, Zest him now! And the halfling makes another attack. I'm sorry, did he just say zest him? Did he pull out a lemon and a grater and start flinging zest at us? <laughs> zest him. You might have heard it that way since you're in the middle of battle. It's time for that sweet, sweet spice. Zest him now. <laughs> Another bad roll. Well, at least it's happening on both sides. I'm going to say that he was just far enough away and still putting on all of his equipment and drawing his weapon and everything. So he catches up to you and is now flanking Shaba at the moment. Oh, no. Guys, this is about to start going very badly for us. <laughs> cool, then. We don't want to fight you. We think you're a cool guy, for crying out loud. I know you're just trying to do your job, but maybe you should get a new one. <laughs> we could help you get... We got connections in Inept. We could help you look for work. Yeah, we're hiring. <laughs> we are. You're, I mean, we're definitely hiring a, an adventurer of your caliber. You'd be on the payroll in a split second, the drop of a hat. And let me tell you, the benefits aren't great, but the uh, the moral, the rewards are just phenomenal. <laughs> I'm not interested in joining a bunch of fugitives. Excuse me? I take offense at that. We are one fugitive and a bunch of cool guys who are not fugitives. Thank you very much. Guys, there are sensitive ears here, and I cover Stripey's ears. <laughs> Zestim makes another attack, but also misses because for some reason, out of five D20s, I can't roll higher than a six. (laughs) Oh, lucky us, man. (laughs) These guys probably do a crap ton of damage. So, uh, we're back to Shava. Guys, I really, I think in another life, maybe we could have been friends. But not this one. (laughs) I miss. I roll a two on my sword swing and miss him. Sweet. Oh, wait, but I still have advantage because I'm flanking with Stripey. So I try again. That one was better. Okay, this time I, I got a 15 plus 5 is 20. That and, hits. Okay. Thank goodness. Uh, eight damage. Once again, he kind of rolls with the blow and gets rid of the worst of that. Shoot, dog. All right, I'm done. So I guess Stripey next. Uh. <laughs> Man, can't win tonight. Uh, I rolled two fours on the D20s for advantage, so that'll be a big <laughs> swing and a miss for Stripey, or a bite and a miss, or whatever. Yep. Okay. Eslo? <laughs> All right. So I think Zesty over there is uh, a little more like roguish, possibly a little squishier. So with my extreme advanced knowledge of warfare and tactics, I will draw my other short sword, continue my assault on the other halfling, and shout, 
It's time to get zesty. <laughs> Where the four of us are like almost like a plus sign around the halfling, right? With a little leg off the bottom where Goldan is. Yeah, where Goldan is flanking me. So I'm flanking him with Tokus. Right. All right. I will swing one sword. So I got a one on one of them, which means I get to re-roll it. Nice. Uh, wow, it was another one. Dang, um, dude. But the other one <laughs> was a uh, 15 <sighs> plus 5 is 20, uh, and that would be 7 piercing damage. Okay. Then I'll swing the other sword. <laughs> and uh, same thing, 15 plus 5, 20, and then 4 piercing damage. So he's getting cut up now and looks kind of bloodied. He's staggering back. All right. Um, I think that's all I can do. Tokus? This guy's really crafty. Mm-hmm. I'll blast him. So I'm going to firebolt this guy. Uh, you're in melee. Yeah, you're uh, in melee, so that's uh, potentially not good. No, it, it just, just is not good. What? <laughs> I've fireblasted stuff that are close. Why, but because what? you're in melee and making a ranged attack, that is bad news. Yeah, you have disadvantage in doing a ranged attack in melee, which would cancel out the flanking. Ah, okay. Hmm. I could walk away and blast him. Don't. You have advantage <laughs> with Aslo. Take advantage of the advantage. All right, all right, all right. I'll <laughs> slice him to pieces. Very well. Poke him to pieces. All right, so I'll give him a nice poke. Oh, it's on a crease. Reroll. Crack die. Reroll it. Oh, that's a pretty bad roll, so I'm going to try again. That was one better, so I rolled a four. Plus. Right. Okay, that misses. Yeah. Plus, well, plus <laughs> the attack bonus, so it's No, tech. it misses. All right. We're knocking it out of the park tonight, guys. <laughs> Three hours later, we're still, like, swinging at each other. Just like, <laughs> guys, <laughs> this is so exhausting. <laughs> Take off your armor. I can't hit you with a darn. <laughs> I see another party flaw. We just can't hit a very dexterous target. <laughs> <laughs> Almost every role in this whole battle has been bad. Yep. <laughs> yep, we are having terrible luck all around tonight. Golden makes one swing at Shamba and does manage to hit. Well, he deals nine points of damage. Ow. <laughs> and then shouts, Zestim, follow up. And they do a combo attack. To which he responds with a solid hit for 27 points of damage. Oh All right, I, I have to use Stone's Endurance or else I'm totally screwed. Yeah, with his quick follow-up <laughs> attack, he just rams you straight in the gut. Ooh, not a bad roll, so I shrug off 11 of it. I rolled a 9 plus 2, so it was 27. Yeah. So that's 18 plus the 9 uh, that Gul'dan did, right? Gul'dan did 9? Yeah. So I'm still down. Shava, no! Shava! No! See you guys. And as a parting shot, Zestim takes an attack against Aslo. He hits you for nine points of damage, disengages, and runs back behind his companion. Wait, so he got two attacks and a disengage? Yes, because technically the first attack was on his friend's turn. That was not part of his own turn. Oh, he used the tactics thing, so he he caused the extra move, right? That was the whole... Yeah, so at next level, at fourth level, I get a similar thing with Stripey. Like, when when he's in line of sight with me and he sees me make an attack, he can also make an attack. So it's not quite uh, the same as the normal multi-attack, but he'll basically get to attack on my turn. Similar thing, gotcha. I assume. So actually, that I took exactly 25 there, so I should be at zero hit points, but I don't think that matters, right? There's no, like, no. zero, you're still up. Okay. Zero, zero. Wait, they killed you exactly? Yep. Got me down to zero. 25 points of damage. Oh, that's rough. Okay. Well, uh, make your death save. Here we go. Let's not die. Hey, we didn't die so far. Got a 14. Uh, stripey? Stripey avenges my death by <laughs> chittering loudly and licking my cheek and asking why, why, Shaba, why? Now who's going to feed me? <laughs> now who's going to cook and clean for me? Um, sh- uh, he'll run over and try to bite the halfling dude. Zestim. Uh, he ran away pretty far, so you're going to have to run past... Oh, he, he like ran... Okay, I thought he ran like behind uh, Golden to like hide. So he just actually like ran, ran. Well, he ran like 15 feet behind Golden, so... To get to him, you'd have to run past 
and away from Golden. I see. Hmm. Should he do it, guys? Should Stripey go off on his own, or should he run around behind Golden and start attacking him? Probably run around behind Golden. Okay. All right, he'll do that then. Golden's going to be pretty hard to hit, I imagine, but he'll try it. Uh, 19? That does not hit. Okay. So he's biting at the armor. Wow. <laughs> and not quite <laughs> a little piercing. Steel. Yeah, a little mouthful of steel. Okay. We're deafs screwed. Asla, you're deafs going to prison. Like, you're going <laughs> to halfling prison, no doubt. That's the worst kind of prison. Do we start to negotiate terms of giving them Aslo? <laughs> well, it's Aslo's turn right now. Wait a second. <laughs> and I, since I'm the only one who can talk during my turn, I vote no. <laughs> and the vote is final. All right. Um, well, team... Things are uh, things are looking rough. Yeah, it's been real. It's been real nice. I know I'm passed out right now, but I <laughs> I telepathically tell you, hey guys, you know what? This has been a great run. Really enjoyed being with you, hanging out, adventuring and stuff. But hey, as though you know, best of luck in prison. <laughs> <laughs> I will reach out and cast cure wounds on Shaba. Let's see. I don't have my list of uh, of song ideas up. We got a Facebook message today, by the way, from someone asking for a list of Aslo's greatest hits. <laughs> nice. So I have to put that together. From the 80s, 90s, and today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so I think, I think he reaches over and puts his hand uh, probably on Shaba's uh, pinky toe, since that's the only thing he can reach. <laughs> and he starts singing, Oh! I got some good healing, yeah. I've got some healing like you never, 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 never healed before. No, no. Got some good healing, yeah. And then I'll cast your wounds. Yeah, I don't even know half of these songs that you're singing. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah I'm not surprised. Um, uh, that was uh, by, by my singing. Um, seven for hit points. Seven, all right. Back in the fight. And you know what? That song really gets me amped. <laughs> Well, I should have decided this ahead of time. I realized I could cast it at level two instead. If you will permit me, I think I'd like to do that. That's fine. Okay. Ooh, plus seven. Shnikes. That's like half my hit points. <laughs> all right. Maybe we'll survive this fight after all. Sweet. So the gaping wound in your stomach begins to close. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. goodness. Tuck those intestines back in there, Aslo. <laughs> With my bonus action, I'll say, Shaba, your pinky toe is like a pebble out of a cool stream. Oh, well, thank you. And end my turn. Tokus. This is definitely an emergency. And so I stride forward and take out one of the precious sleep-inducing vials and load it into my <gasps> vial of bolt. Didn't Ooh. we only make one of those? How many do we have? I, I think we only made two. Yeah, you have two. two. Okay. Desperate times, my friends. You don't know the effective range on that quite, do you? Uh... The radius or anything? No. Oh, the radius of the blast? No, we have no idea. <laughs> it might knock out Stripey. <laughs> I mean, it'll if it, if it radiates off of him, then it'll knock us all out. Because he's only five feet away from you, because he was right behind me. Remember, we were in the plus sign with him on the, the end? So you're technically two squares away from him. You're like a, a rook's move away, or a, sorry, a knight's move away, and so is Aslo. So who do I blast? That's the real question. Uh, I would say Gul'dan. He's harder to hit. He's the one in big heavy armor, so your, your sleeping potion is going to be the most effective against him. He also hasn't really taken any damage that I can remember. That makes sense. All right, so I'll take aim and launch at Gul'dan. Gul'dan. 